have a traffic tip, call WWL at 504-260-INFO. Thank you, Courtney. I'm Ian Ozan, WWL First News. Now back to Tommy Tucker on WWL AM, FM, and dot com. Thank you both. Coming up on 910 on this Tuesday morning, we're going to check in with uh, Peyton Malone, your WWL local weather expert about the weather. It's expected to move into the area later on today. And then we'll talk to Mike Perlstein about criminal jury trials being shut down in New Orleans. But first, we talk to Mike Monkla, president of Louisiana Oil and Gas Association. Good morning, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great, Tommy. Thanks for having me. How is oil and gas, the oil and gas industry in Louisiana? Well, it's, uh, you know, we're really driven by the price of oil, and, of, you know, the commodity the price of oil and gas. And, you know, it's better than it was seven years ago. Um, but in Louisiana, we've got really we've got four segments of it. You know, we've got the North Louisiana Haynesville shale that's that's been fairly busy. Um, we've got the South Louisiana land market that's been fairly slow. You know, we don't have a, a shale play in the southern part of the state to uh, we can rely on. And then you've got the inland waters market that is abysmal. It's, you know, the coastal erosion lawsuits have you know, made sure that that market will probably never come back. And then we've got the offshore market, which, you know, we're still – it's a lot of unknowns with, you know, what, what is the Biden administration going to do with uh, lease sales over the next year. But, um, you know, four segments and, you know, one out of the three is doing okay. All right. So the one that's doing okay is Haynesville Shale. That's what you're talking about, North Louisiana, right? Correct. That's Take right. us through that, if you will, for people that know of it, don't know about it. Uh, it, well, it's it's a, a formation called the Haynesville, and uh, there's actually other uh, formations in the area that some of the, the horizontal players up there are, are going into. But it's kind of all grouped into what is called the Haynesville Shale. Uh, but there's about 40, I think 41 rigs uh, on the Louisiana side uh, of the Haynesville Shale um, drilling for, for natural gas today. Um, the other side, obviously, is Texas. They probably have about 30 five on their side. So we have a little bit more than they do. Um, but it's a, it's a great uh, deal for Louisiana. I mean, it's, it's creating jobs. And we're actually, you know, with this proximity to the LNG plants in Cameron Parish and the pipeline system that we have in our state, I mean, we're able to get natural gas to, to Europe and be the saving grace for uh, Europe over the last year. So it's a it's a really great thing for Louisiana. What kind of economic impact are you talking about? Oh gosh, uh, man, I, I you know I really don't know that question. Hadn't been asked that, but you know between the severance taxes, the ad valorem taxes, the jobs created, the sales tax, I mean it's 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 got to be huge. I, I'd have to look that up. All right, let me jump to the offshore market here. The Biden administration. You know, they, they've made it clear that they're not a big fan of oil and gas at all. So how in the world can a big oil company make a big capital decision like that without knowing who's going to be president in two years or what the environment, the political environment is going to be? Yeah, that is a very difficult situation that, that we're in. Uh, you're right, because, you know, when the, when the lease sale happens, there's no – real study before that lease sale is, is, is done. So they have to, to you know, um, not buy, you know, I guess enter into a lease purchase or, or a lease of the, of the property. And then afterwards they get to go in and see if there's oil or gas there by, you know, 3d, 4d seismic. And so different things that they can do to figure out if there's even oil or natural gas there to drill for. 
And and those these things can take years. It's not like you know um, you buy the lease and there's you know you've got natural gas or oil coming out a week later. I mean, it's these these oil companies have to plan years in advance to uh, to produce oil and natural gas in the Gulf. So if that's the case, I would think. I don't know how you can make that capital investment. I really don't. What's what's happening? What is this situation with offshore oil and gas? And, and let me take a step back, if I can, Mike. And the companies have to have some idea on what leases they've been on, or I mean, they're just spinning a wheel here, right? When they well, no, they are. I mean, really? this is like new. This is this is new virgin territory. You're talking about wildcatting, is what you're talking about? Absolutely. That, wow, that's what okay. new leases are. I mean, so when leases go up for sale, that is those properties that have not been. Um, you know, for sale before. So these are newer areas are getting deeper. They're getting further out. And, um, you know, there, there are some that may have expired and, and, but I, I would imagine that the ones that are expired, other companies have, have, you know, perked or, or leased those up. Um, when we're talking about lease sales with the feds, I mean, this is new stuff. Is there a possibility for a shale development in the South part of the state? We've, we've had um, two different, and when I say south, it's really more like central, but it would, it would certainly help the service side um, of, of South Louisiana. Uh, we've had the Austin Chalk uh, and the TMS, which is the Tuscaloosa Marine Shale. And bo- both of those uh, formations, we've had operators come in and try, and no one has just got that secret sauce yet. You know, they've they made some wells and they've lasted a little bit and then they petered out and they just have not found that perfect scenario uh, yet. So no, it, we there are some formations that could work. We just we just don't have it yet. Tell me about um, inland waters and suits against the oil company and how do you balance fixing what they damaged, coastal restoration. Oil and gas availability, jobs. How do you balance all of that, Mike? That is, uh, you know, that was one that's personal to me. So my, mm-hmm. my family business is in the, uh, you know, we had we had work over barge rigs. We were the largest, uh, in, you know, in the in the United States. Wait, say that again. You had what? Uh, work over barge rigs. All right. So you have you have barge rigs that drill for oil. Those are drilling barges, uh-huh. and you have work over barges. And those are uh, my family. We work on existing wells that aren't producing, we'll go in and try to get those wells back working for the oil companies. Okay. And so we had 11 barge rigs based here in Lafayette. And uh, over the last, you know, seven years um, with be- be- between the coastal lawsuits and the downturn, uh, you know, we sold all of our rigs for pennies on the dollar. And there, there are absolutely, there, really there's as far as work over barge rigs left in the market, there's maybe one. And they used to be 20, 20 something. And on the drilling side, there's only one drilling rig drilling in South Louisiana on the inland waters right now, and there used to be 30. So when you talk about a huge void um, for our state, that's it. And you know, but anybody that, that files for a permit got named in a suit. You know, you you file a permit with the DNR to dredge a canal, or deepen a canal, or widen a canal to get a, a rig in there, and, and the state has record of those permits. And that first lawsuit that came out, no one did anything wrong. They just filed a permit to dredge, and that's how these lawyers got the the the, num- the names of all these oil companies to to do that. 
So are you saying the coastal, the suits by the Coastal Restoration people are without merit? Uh, a lot, of, absolutely. Because you're saying absolutely. that the oil, wait, let's go through this slow. So the, the canals, the, the suits relate to pipeline, uh, canals that were dug, right? Well, well, yeah, that's what they that's what they think. Correct. Okay, and you're saying what? Well, I mean, if you look at what really happened, it's the first of all, there's natural subsidence, and there's all kinds of information on that I can send to you if you'd like to read up on okay. it. But also, you know, we all know what did it was it was the 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 the, the levying of the Mississippi River. I mean, it took all the natural sediment away and for, for, from our marshes, and it you know there's no. Uh, rebuild of the marshes with the new with the settlement that's coming in, and so if you look at the the history of the state and when those uh, levees were built, that's when our state started you know having the erosion issues that we have. You know, it, it, they're trying to blame it on you know oil and gas companies building uh, you know dredging canals, and that's just that's just not the case. So you're saying the canals had nothing to do with it. I mean, if so, not much. But, yeah, I mean, look, these lawsuits are just frivolous lawsuits. I mean, look, I mean, now they're now they're suing oil and gas for for climate change and global warming. I mean, it's just one thing after another that is it's just a class action suit with no no merit. It's a money grab. So what what effect do you think that's going to have on oil and gas and Louisiana jobs, et cetera? Well, we went from 30 rigs to zero drilling, or one, and every single um, workover rig is now gone in the state for inland waters. So it's had a, had a drastic effect. And if you look at the uh, the oil companies, when, when you're on a, when you have a land well, there's a landowner, and that landowner, let's say his name is Boudreaux, right in Louisiana, um, the Boudreaux number one well. So the the, the owner of the property gets royalties. Well, when you're in state inland waters, the owner of the royalty is the state. So the state's intake on severance tax, royalties, and ad valorem has, I mean, it's decimated. So, you know, the state is taking it on the chin, too. I mean, look, it's, it's a, the, these coastal erosion lawsuits have cost our state billions of dollars. And, and look, the only thing that's, that's, that's repairing our coast is Go Mesa funds that come in, and we've funded over $400 million in restoration of our coast from offshore intake from Go Mesa uh, from the feds. So, you know, we've, we've, we've paid $400 million of restoration plans, and the lawsuits have paid none. Do you know what they did with those restoration funds? Uh, just different projects with, um, with the coast. Does, I believe it's, it's projects of the CPRA. Um, you know, they have earmarked for you know high high importance, prioritized. But I'm just saying, did uh, they do anything as far as service cuts or pipeline canals or anything like that? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, because then that would indicate that that was something that would be causing coastal restoration. I guess why I was asking. So you're saying, just so I understand, that the service cuts, pipeline canals, any of these things, none of them had anything to do with coastal erosion that was all because of the levying of the Mississippi River and subsidence? Yeah, that and subsidence, that is that is absolutely correct. All right, I'm sure the coastal people have a little bit to say about that. Any other final thoughts before we let you go? Mike, what's the future look like for this year for oil and gas in Louisiana? 
Um, you know, look, we're, we're hoping that, that commodity price will stay uh, up. I am concerned about natural gas prices. They've um, been cut in half over the last, you know, 45 days. So we are concerned with that. Uh, we, we would like to see our Haynesville shale um, players in North Louisiana continue to be prosperous up there. But, you know, we need, we need good commodity prices in, in, in Louisiana. Thank you. I appreciate your time. I really do. Mike Moncla, President of Louisiana Oil and Gas Association, 922. Take a quick break. Come back, talk about the weather today here on WWL.